Some very interesting things going on over there at Disney, the most magical place on Earth, a little bit less magical. Now that we get to see what the puppet masters are doing behind the curtains as they beam information into your children's brains. The story, of course, is a scoop comes over from Christopher Rufo. You can see he posted this March 29, 2022, and he is absolutely somebody who is a must follow on Twitter. Please make sure you support his work at Real Chris Rufo on Twitter. He posted this. He said, Disney corporate president, her name is Carrie Berkey, we're going to learn a little bit more about her, says, quote, as the mother of one transgender child and one pansexual child, she supports having, quote, many, 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 three times, LGBTQIA, I think there's a probably a plus in there, characters in our stories and wants a minimum according to Chris, of 50% of characters to be LGBTQIA and racial minorities. And so this was something that came from an executive meeting over at Disney. Chris Rufo was able to find and post several different executives going on along the same pattern, the same theme of weaving in certain stories that they think are pertinent into the overall narrative of what they do at Disney. We know that Carrie Berkey is the Disney General Entertainment Content President, full-time. So the General Entertainment Content President. I would imagine that is a pretty important role over there at Disney, since that's basically what they do. Chris Rufo, as I mentioned, is over here. Please go over to his website, ChristopherRufo.com slash support. Follow him on Twitter or anywhere else you can find the man. But this is what he posted. He is sharing little snippets from this internal meeting that took place. Let's listen in to Miss Berkey. I'm, I'm here as a mother of, of two queer children, actually, um, uh, one transgender child um, um, and one pansexual child, um, and and also as a leader. Um, and that was the thing that really got me because I have heard so much from so many of my colleagues over the course of the last couple of weeks um, in open forums and through emails and phone conversations. And um, I feel a responsibility to speak um, not just for myself, but for them, uh, to all of us. We, we had a we had an open forum last week at 20th where. Um, again, the home of, of really incredible groundbreaking LGBTQIA stories over the years where um, one of our execs stood up and said, you know, we only have a handful of queer leads in our content. And I went, what? I, that can't be true. And I and I and I realized, oh, it, it actually is true. We have many, many, many LGBTQIA characters in our stories and 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 yet we don't have enough leads um, and narratives in which gay characters just just get to be characters um, and and not have to be about gay stories. And so um, this is that's really very eye opening for me. Um, and and I I can tell you um, it's something that I feel perhaps had this moment not happened. Um, I as a leader and me as my colleagues would not have focused on and, and going forward. Um, I, I certainly will be more so I know that we will be. And, um, and I hope this is a moment where here they come. Shoot, um, the 50% of the tears, <laughs> sorry, are coming. Um, 50%. Uh, we don't, we just don't allow each other to go backwards. Okay, so I think that 50% comment, 50% of the tears was a reference to what Chris was talking about previously, saying that their vision over here as the president of executive content is to 
bump those numbers up, pump them up, make sure that they can get to that 50% threshold for some reason. Uh, I think they've decided that is a good, uh, maybe representative number to get to, but she's not alone. This is just one executive who's a part of a big executive meeting. There are many others. We know this woman was also there. Her name is Latoya Ravenue. And this woman we learned a little bit more about. She just signed a deal with Disney and is starting to produce content for Disney Junior. Let's see what Chris said. He got video of her as well, saying that they were at the all hands meeting. And she's saying that since she got hired, she's really been having no problems at all, implementing her quote, not at all secret gay agenda. And it is true. There is absolutely a, sort of a, an open understanding that this is the type of content that she creates, saying that she regularly is adding queerness to children's programming. So when I poked around uh, and, and looked into this woman a little bit, I found on her Instagram that this was something that she was very proud about. She signed a deal with Disney, something that I think a lot of people would be proud about if you are in the content business, no doubt about that. And she said this on March 7, 2022, said the proud family louder and prouder. The director of that show is this woman, Latoya Ravenue. She signs a deal with Disney. Very excited about this. So she posts this over on Twitter at Blades. I'm sorry, on Instagram at Blades and Aces and says it's official. Disney put a ring on it. Hmm. In all seriousness, I'm so excited to enter this chapter. I have the immense joy and the opportunity to tell these stories. Okay. Says that people connecting are going to rise up and sing out and the louder and prouder proud family says it's all validation that these stories absolutely need to be told. Can't wait to share what I'm cooking up over here. And so uh, let's rock the mouse house art hashtag overall deal. Hashtag Disney, hashtag black female director, hashtag unapologetically black, hashtag black filmmakers, hashtag Disney junior, hashtag black excellence, hashtag louder and prouder, hashtag representation matters, hashtag tell black stories, hashtag rise up and shout out. Okay. So here is what she said at the executive meeting. It's like, I love Disney's content. I grew up watching, you know, all of the classics. They have been a huge, like informative <laughs> part of my life, but at the same time, like I worked at small studios most of my career and I'd heard, you know, hear whispers. Like I, I'd heard things like, oh, you know, they won't let you show this at a Disney show. And I'm like, okay. So I was a little like sus when I started. And, but then my experience was bafflingly the opposite of what I had heard on hmm. my little pocket of like, you know, proud family, Disney TVA, um, the showrunners were super welcoming Meredith Roberts and like the, the our leadership over there has been so welcoming to like my like not at all secret gay agenda and so like i i feel like i felt like it was i mean like maybe it was that way in the past but i guess like something must have happened in the last like like they are turning it around they're, they're turning it around and then all that like momentum that i felt like that sense of i don't have to be afraid to like let's have these two characters kiss let's in the background this are, like i was just Wherever I could, just basically adding queerness to like the, if you see anything queer in the show, I'm proud of them. But like I, I just was like, no one would stop me and no one was trying to stop me. Yeah, and so this was the woman who we mentioned previously who created this show called The Proud Family, louder and prouder. And this is something that is over on Disney Plus. Original series came out, looks like February 23rd. And there's a snippet, a little bit of a trailer here. I think I can play this. Hopefully don't get dinged anywhere. But this is uh, the trailer and we can see it already starts off. I, I don't know if this is a butler or the man of the household. Uh, I think carrying uh, a young a young child with a very full diaper. If you follow 
this channel at all, you know that kind of looks like Jerry Nadler's diaper as he's waddling around Congress. But anyways, this is what the trailer came about on Disney. All right, we're going to pause on some of these things. There it is. Okay, Fry. For today's look, I'm wearing, I got it from my sugar mama jeans. Sugar mama. I don't get it. Spill the tea. I'm the head of the house, and what I say around here is cool. Ah, that ain't never been true. <laughs> All right, so that's from Disney now. Over on Disney Junior, Disney whatever plus whatever that is. So I don't really, you know, really know, uh, uh, have a lot of familiarity with those platforms, but I certainly imagine that it's very easily accessible and everybody can go get it. They're promoting this stuff. Why wouldn't they? Here you see that we've got a couple things that we can freeze frame on. Uh, first and foremost, of course, you've got the angry, toxic male here who is uh, just screaming from the rooftop. We've got new faces. We saw the freeze frame. We saw LaToya wanted to make sure that she could you know, add certain elements to the show everywhere she could. We've got, of course, an image of that looks like down there. Something maybe she inserted herself. Don't know. We have a young woman saying I got it from my sugar mama, which I thought meant somebody who was sort of like a paying for certain services, you know, like sugar daddy kind of a thing. Sugar mama. I don't. But. Again, you know, I'm not maybe up to speed with some of the common vernacular of the modern youth. Maybe this means something differently. I don't know. But again, we've got the toxic masculinity. You see him, same old attitude, friggin' guys, males, you know, well, they just shut their mouths. And if they don't, they're just going to have their heads explode, right? While everybody else is, uh, <laughs> it's, is a uh, normal, the toxic males who everybody hates is, uh, blowing his gaskets. Okay. So it's not just that show, right? This is the other one she worked on rise up sing out. All right. So that's what she's working on. Now she's not alone either. There's another woman over there and her name is Vivian Ware. Vivian Ware says the company has even eliminated all mentions of ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls, <laughs> because without those words and only without those words, can you really create that magical moment? for those who do not identify with traditional gender roles. So who is this woman? You can see her here, Vivian Ware. Oh, according to the Disney blog, they celebrate uh, Pride Month. They have an honors Disney Parks Experiences and Products Honors Pride Month. And here they're saying, there are many opportunities for cast members within all BERGs, B-E-R-Gs, including networking and fellow cast members at various programs and events, taking part in community outreach, joining subcommittees, working on diversity and inclusion strategies to grow and increase their effectiveness. And so, look, you know, they're, they're celebrating this, you know, sort of a pride parade out there on Disney. And okay, you know, we see you, love is here, Disney pride, be true to yourself, you belong here. And that's all, you know, proud messaging for Disney. I, it looks like it's a Disney sanctioned event and Disney, of course, supports Pride Month. Here is Vivian now spreading uh, or, or sharing her message about some of the work that she's been able to do here to really promote inclusivity at Disney. Last summer, we, we removed all of the um, gendered greetings in relationship to our life skills. So we no longer say ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Um, we, we've trained, we, we've provided training for all of our, our cast members in, in relationship to that. So now they know it's, it's hello everyone or hello friends. We, we are in the process of changing over those, 
those recorded messages, and so many of you are probably familiar when we brought the fireworks back to the Magic Kingdom, we no longer say ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we say dreamers of all ages. And so I love the fact that it's opened up the creativity, the opportunity for our cast members to look at that. We, we have our cast members working with merchandise, working with food and beverage, working with, with all of our guest facing areas where perhaps, you know, we, we want to create that magical moment with our cast members, with our guests. And we don't want to just assume because someone might be um, in, in our interpretation, maybe presenting as female, that they may not want to be called princess. So let's think differently about how do we really engage what? with our guests in a meaningful and inclusive way that makes it magical and memorable for everyone. And, and the whole park is full of princesses and princes, isn't it? I mean, we've got Mickey and Minnie. We have, I thought, a male and a female mouse. But this is very complicated now, so I'm not sure what they're going to do. If they can't communicate to this, the guests, the people who are coming in there by genders, you know, and they have Beauty and the Beast and Gaston, who is toxic masculinity embodied, walking around there with his biceps all over Disney. Well, that's pretty alpha male toxicity right there. And so I'm not sure how they're going to untangle this whole web. It's very confusing, very complicated. Uh, fortunately, I don't spend a lot of time at Disney. Our last Disney executive is Alan March, who says his team is committed to, quote, exploring queer stories and promoting trans, bisexual, and gender nonconforming characters, says kids are getting all this information from the media, and there's a lot of power to that, which is obviously true. Here's what that sounded like. <sighs> And all this content's going for to kids who don't know any of this. And yeah. even if they're in a household like Keith, uh, that them. have uh, supportive parents, they're still getting all of this information from media of what is normal. Yes. And we just, yes, it's a, there's a lot of power to that. Yes, and it there just is needs to be acknowledged. It is being acknowledged. I think a lot of people are very happy that Disney is making these shifts saying that this is more inclusive and this is more uh, equitable or more appropriate for the new world. As we enter into 2022 and beyond, these are becoming real issues and they want to see more of this content saying that this is sort of, I don't know, maybe a responsibility of Disney to make sure these conversations are being had. Conversely, a lot of other people are wondering why Disney is sort of secretly inserting some of these conversations into stories and movies and TV shows that are now being disseminated to their children, wondering if that is still something that they want being spread in this way to their children without their awareness of it. But now we can see the puppeteers behind the curtain are acting accordingly. Chris Rufo, as I mentioned at the start of this segment, somebody who is following this along very closely, please make sure you go follow and support his work. I will link him down in the description below. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this please be sure to leave a comment down below. I would love it if you subscribed before you got out of here because I look forward to seeing you on the next one.